0: In 1980, Stanley Kubrick adapted Stephen King's third novel that, though the initial box office was tepid, would become one of the most enduring horror films of all time, The Shining. While the book and the movie focus primarily on the descent into madness journey of the father character, Jack Torrance, the title itself refers to an unusual supernatural ability of Jack's son. Five-year-old Danny has the ability to shine. Tapping into a fusion of telepathy and clairvoyance that ends up aiding in the eventual rescue of his father in the book and his frozen demise in the movie, a change to the ending that King, by all reports, despises to this day. Two decades later, 28-year-old Indian filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan released a similarly named film touting a mind-blowing twist and the next great child actor, hoping to make a small splash in the industry. This time, the kid and his paranormal talent were moved to the center of the story, Shyamalan cannily sidestepped the director-writer tension by doing both, and the film's reception was anything but tepid. After nine months in theaters, it cracked the top ten highest-grossing films of all time. Plus, I'd bet you anything Stephen King likes the ending. We're the two gomers, we're talking the sixth sense, and this is perfect movie.
1: The Perfect Movie, a podcast hosted by two regular guys who went from couch to marathon and now they're making their way back to the couch again. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. Joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. <laughs>
0: Welcome! Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what monster this is. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Sounds like
1: Count Chocula, dude. There
0: we go. <laughs> it's me, Count Chocula. Welcome to the freaky gomer month.
1: <laughs> it's October, and it's so scary. Um,
0: oh, 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 right. We're starting with the sixth, sense. Uh. and then uh, I think the day before Halloween. Get out, Ooh. Ooh. and in the middle, Dave.
1: <laughs> Presidential.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, we should be recording this like at night. It's like the middle of the day. So not scary. Everything looks great. It's like so bright. Um, but We shouldn't this- be because then I'd get too scared. Good point, good point. And you get scared. That's
0: the thing. Okay, so... I get scared. This is very strange that I have developed a taste for thrills and chills. Yeah, I like I like me a a, a spooky movie lately. Ah, oh, that's Some interesting. something's happened to me where I uh, Jack really loves scary movies.
2: Hmm. Okay. And
0: so we've been working on what. Uh, I, what scary movies I deem appropriate, basically. He's sure. 14 and he would watch anything, right? Right. Um, so we had a big argument about it last night. I don't know if that's going to happen. Last Last Halloween, we watched The the Babadook, which terrified me and he was fine with it. Um, <laughs> but I, I've been developing a taste for scary movies because I've been surprised at how a good horror movie, how much it has to say about hmm. life. Yeah, sure. And so uh, it's a new genre. Then again, if I'm running at night during October, I'm, I'm terrified the whole time. Whenever right. I see a witch right, or like one of those tombstone, a tombstone frightens me in somebody's <laughs> yard. <laughs> right. Or, or, or like very jumpy.
1: Yeah. Seth put um, that picture up or sent us that picture on Instagram of right. like, uh, it I, looks like uh, they put a girl swinging. Yeah. Right. But it's like not real, but it's like, like at the middle, in the middle of the night, there's just a girl swinging, right? Like, no, I
0: don't like, I, I hate that stuff. Yeah, I that hate kind any of stuff, live it's... stuff. Like, um, <laughs> and we've talked about this for 12 years on the other podcast how scared yep. I get during October to <laughs> run around. And I avoid certain streets because I know they have particularly <laughs> <a> spooky decorations.
1: <laughs> right. Um, Pumpkins and such. What about like when hands are hanging out of car, like trunks?
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Okay. I like hands hanging
0: out of trunks. Okay. Just funny. during the day and I'm driving around.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm more scared by like humongous inflatable spiders. You know, like <laughs> they'll be like 12 feet. And because I was thinking like if that was real, that would be freaking terrifying, dude.
0: That's so interesting. I would say the bigger, the less scary to me.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not actually scared by it, but I was thinking that. I was like, w- if oh, that was
0: real. Kind of freaks you out to think about totally.
1: It. Hey, yeah. we missed a, a quick opportunity to talk about perfect foods. You talked about conchocula. Yum. Dude, perfect food in this movie. So we're talking yes. sixth sense. Right, yeah. Cole, mm-hmm. he's eating some cocoa puffs. Those go uneaten, which is super
0: sad. He's got, he, he has his hands on either side and he never touches those cocoa puffs.
1: Yep. So that looks like a perfect bowl of cereal. Everybody knows I love my food <laughs> in movies. I love it when they have when he and his mom eat dinner together and they're having like peas and rice or like mashed potatoes. and Oh, it's roast yeah. beef, mashed right, potatoes roast beef. and yeah. peas.
0: She says, I think you're done eating your roast beef. Mm-hmm. And he has to leave. What a tragedy that is. That totally. roast beef looked real good.
1: I really want that roast beef. It looks so good. I want that uh-huh. with a... Yep. And then Pop-Tarts, right? Like that silver just... Yeah yeah, uh, okay, you guys eat pop tarts
0: or yeah. you pop tart family?
1: We're not they're like okay. our our church, like the crew here is like all about pop tarts and there's a really? huge debate on <laughs> what's a serving is a serving one pouch or one tart?
0: What does it say on the back of the box? I think it says one pouch okay interesting. and it's probably like seven hundred calories right.
1: I've been wanting... I I have been hankering for a Pop-Tart and then for years still haven't gotten one. What was your favorite Mm. flavor? Cinnamon sugar?
0: Strawberry. Strawberry Strawberry. frosted. A hundred percent.
1: Do you like it toasted or untoasted?
0: Raw? (laughs) A raw
1: Pop-Tart? You haven't had that? Yuck. Oh my gosh.
0: That's great, dude. I want it to burn... Yeah. The inside of my mouth. If it's not causing me physical pain, I feel this about Cocoa Puffs too. Not the burning, but if if that's not raking the roof of my mouth and (laughs) damaging me for several days, I don't want that bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Forget it. Throw it out. Just put your hands on either side and leave.
1: Dude, we got for Sabbath. um, Yeah. You know, we always try to do a special treat, pleasure stacking, Mm -hmm. which we're talking about on the other podcast. Right. Um, We got... uh, cinnamon toast crunch uh toaster strudel
0: Oh yeah, I've seen that. And is it good? It's pretty good.
1: It I mean, it if was, those
0: existed now, that's what Cole probably would be asking for.
1: Totally. In that so, scene. But that that's an incredible scene. I yes. do wonder how in Movie Magic Land they did that.
0: Like that's that's why that scene works because yes. Oh, because you're actually wondering how did they do it? That's a physical Yep, a bunch of people had yes, to run totally. into that room and open those yeah. cupboard doors. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. Okay, I want to share my screen. I want to share something with you. I want to show you this thing. Do you see that? Wow. Okay. Goosebumps. Do you want to describe? You want to describe what yeah. you are seeing? there? So this
1: is Newsweek magazine. Um, what year is this?
0: What... This is nineteen. Oh, sorry. This is two thousand two. Right when Signs is coming out.
1: Okay. So is Signs the next big movie? No. After Six Sense,
0: No, He got sorry. He's got Six Sense, Unbreakable, which we'll Unbra- talk about. Oh right, bit about, right, right. And then Signs. So that was kind of his big three. This is the guy movies.
1: Well, because Unbreakable it didn't
0: even need those other two. It. it I mean, Six is This is the guy movie. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yep. But uh, Unbreakable and Signs followed that and still were big hits before he kind of. uh became i mean we, we got to talk more about Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah i have a very complicated relationship with him
1: okay um okay so i don't i've saw sixth sense obviously i can't wait yeah. to talk about our first screen i don't know when we're going to talk about our first viewing of the movie
0: let's wait um, a little while because i got a twist with that
1: okay great okay so we'll talk about uh first viewings later yep um i remember seeing it loving it uh i saw unbreakable loving it yeah, I think I saw signs. I don't think I've seen any more. If you're if you're just tuning into this because you looked up Shyamalan or Sixth Sense because you love this movie, this is going to be super <laughs> fun. We're not experts on this, or I, I'm not an expert on Shyamalan. Literally, I only know this movie and Unbreakable. Um, okay, but uh, I
0: I know all of them, and so okay. this will be very interesting. So tell people what I shared with you here. Oh,
1: sorry. Okay, so this is the Newsweek magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, from 2002, you said. This is when yeah. science is going to come out. And it, it's, it's Shyamalan on the cover, M. Knight Shyamalan, coolest middle name ever. Um, <laughs> it says, a, a next- literal
0: translation of his Indian name. Did you know that? Oh, I did. His middle name uh, uh, in, now I can't remember what the language is. Um, Parsi, maybe, means knight. And so he changed that in college to M. Knight Shyamalan. It is very Got cool.
1: It. That is way cool. Yeah, he he has a lot of gravitas, dude. He has a yep. lot of confidence, right?
0: So much confidence, like, which I think bites him later. But sure,
1: um, totally. Um, okay, so it's Newsweek cover. Newsweek, he's on it. Yeah, he, he looks incredible. He's got a necklace like we probably had back then. <laughs> we probably wanted.
0: that's the thing I wanted you to notice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we probably <laughs> had this
1: exact outfit, dude. Like sort of yes. like, and and, uh, and it just says the next Spielberg. See, there's no question mark. That is ballsy, dude. Interesting.
0: No question mark.
1: That should say the next Spielberg question mark. That is the editor messed that up. I don't know. No. I
0: I think it's on purpose. Well, I I know it's provocative. There was so much confidence in this guy. Yeah. Like he cannot lose and he never will. We're going to put him in a cornfield. Put him in his, some sort of – it looks like a late-90s sweater. Yep. Put that shell necklace or whatever that he's wearing on him. Still, <laughs> Just he's – you know, he's spiking the camera straight in. Yep. Macaulay Culkin style.
1: Yep. Looks incredible.
0: And, yeah. Um. And we are just going to make this statement, the next Spielberg.
1: Got it. Okay. I um, think – see, I, like, expectations – yeah, are something we're going to talk about with this because I think expectations are something that did bite him eventually. A hundred percent. Um, and uh, man, it's like, um, I feel like that set it up that 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 can only set you up for failure. Like that's like if you've got a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie yeah. though. He won the freaking World Series twice in a row. Let's say <laughs> for a, for a nice baseball analogy. Right. He won yep. the Heisman twice, which you can't do. Um, yeah. and then you're like, this is the next, whatever your favorite player is.
0: Spielberg. Well, it really says something to me that you have not seen any other of his movies because yep. there's so much hype around six Yep. Um, this is the guy, you know, all, all three of those first, well, he actually made two other moves before six Sense, but nobody's seen them. Yep. Um, the, the fact that those three were like, okay, uh, They got a lot of play. They got a lot... It was a cultural impact, I would say, even through signs. And then all of a sudden, his name on a movie flips. It's almost funny. Right. There, there There was a movie I went to and there was a trailer before it for an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Maybe it was for Lady in the Water. And when his name came up in the trailer... An M Night Shyamalan film, it got laughs. Oh no! And so it, it, I, I it, he, he also made made maybe my least favorite movie ever made. Oh, no. And so I love Sixth Sense, <laughs> but I hate Avatar: The Last Ender, Air, The Last Airbender so much. I don't have any level of vitriol toward any movie probably than that and how he destroyed my favorite TV show. I just don't know how I feel about this guy.
1: Wow. Okay. So I have, I have a couple strickens from the record.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's start with this.
1: Um, okay. So if you're new to the podcast, you just tuned in cause you Googled Sixth Sense or, mm-hmm. or podcast iTunes Sixth Sense, whatever the best <laughs> verb is looked up, <laughs> I guess that's the best way. Um, yep. We put a movie on trial. Try to decide if mm-hmm. it's perfect. We both come in with evidence, but first, we often like to strike a couple things from the record that cannot be considered in right. the verdict. Okay, yeah. So, just a couple things. Mm-hmm. First of all, was I was going to have two, but now that you brought this up, I have three. Um, okay, did this set him up for failure? Yeah, for right, like right. the expectation being so great. Yeah, it kind of like it it made made what you're saying happen.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I appreciate this stricken from the record because I have so much detestation about some of the stuff that he's made. Okay. I cannot, I cannot bring that into the verdict.
1: Okay, so right? all and so other that movies needs to be stricken. Okay, and expectations stricken. Okay,
0: okay, this movie made and broke him, in my opinion. Both make yes. a make a make and break movie here.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, Unbreakable was awesome,
0: and there are other movies of his that I love.
1: Okay. I need to do. I I almost watched a few more. How much time do we mm-hmm. have? None. So, <laughs> <just kidding.
0: laughs> plus these with aren't all good. That extra time,
1: right? And these aren't good movies to watch with kids. Honestly, so like, right? Oh no. And Aaron's not super interested. So it's like, you know, um, hundred yeah, percent. But we did get to have a date night and watch Six Sense last night. So I can't wait to talk about that.
0: Yeah. Second and you get thing, to hold a girl's hand during a scary movie. And that's pretty good.
1: Oh yeah. Totally, dude. Although she was like cutting out laminated stuff because she's a teacher and she's overworked (laughs) beyond belief.
0: How romantic. I
1: know. She was like cutting out laminated stuff. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Second stricken from the record um, is that, okay, this comes from last night, dude. Mm. I knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. and And I've seen it many times since. Right. Okay. For some reason, my attitude last night was a little bit like, can a movie with a huge twist, yeah, stand on its like stand as a piece of art? Like, is it a one-time thing or maybe a two-time thing? Like, you have to watch this movie twice. You have to watch it for the first time, blows your mind. Right. Then you have to watch it yep. for the second time to see everything you missed. Yeah, is exactly. it ultimately rewatchable? And does that matter?
0: Okay, so is there? It, does the third one? Does a third watch pack or, the same punch? I cannot yep. wait to get to the trial and talk about this.
1: Okay, great. Because okay. Um, th- I thought about that a lot last night. And I actually, I was literally like, this is so obvious. The whole okay. time I was watching it, I was like, he's dead. <laughs> like, I, I was spoiler. like, They're n- oh, sorry, spoiler alert. If you're, come on, this is 20 years in. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Did I just? No.
0: Okay. If you listen to us on a perfect movie. We are going to spoil everything. Uh, let me just say that. L- this is this is when uh, I was in college and we were like praying for meals. Yep. And Alex was like, I just prayed for the food for the rest of my life. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> this is that with spoilers. We are going to spoil the movie, of course, that we're talking about a perfect movie from now on. Okay.
1: Right. Um, but I was like, he's sitting in the room with his mom. Oh yeah, but she doesn't see him there because he's dead. And then I was like, "Why is he there?" It was like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." Like I, I don't know. The, I was thinking that the whole time last night, and yeah, and so and that
0: distracted you.
1: Yeah, and so I was like, "Imagine a symphony that can only be listened to twice."
0: Like, all right, w- yeah, I I have uh, I have a uh, I have a different argument, and we'll okay. get to it in the in the um. But do you know what I'm saying? I can't wait. I do a hundred percent. Like, imagine put a, a lot of thought into it. A
1: painting. Mm-hmm. Like Monet, okay, Da Vinci, yes. you can only you can only look at it twice, and then afterwards you're like, oh, okay. Um, now I still freaking love this movie. Don't worry, I'm just saying these are stricken, right. but I can't wait okay. to talk about that. Third thing yeah. is, I just think he looks okay. Do you know how old Bruce Willis was when he made this movie?
0: I was thinking a lot about his hair in this movie. Is okay. that a piece? I is looked it up. A, yeah, he
1: was 43, dude.
0: What? Bruce Willis my age.
1: is 43.
0: Okay, it's not my age. It's a year older than me. I'll be 43 in, in a couple months, though.
1: Do I'll you be Bruce think Bruce
0: Willis's age?
1: We are almost Bruce Willis's age, bro, in this movie at which he's transitioning to like a major adult. You know what Wait, I mean?
0: Like, are you striking this from the record because it makes you feel old? <laughs> no, no. I just think like he his skin is so smooth. Yeah.
1: He, and his hair, like, is sort of weird. Is it a wig? I, I I don't know what it is, if it's, like... Because it's colored. It's got to be
0: colored. It's, like, super colored. Because and,
1: man, now I look like a real jerk, because I freaking love Bruce Willis. It's, like, post this movie, we've got Disney's The Kid, which was one of the funnest movie experiences of my entire life, while recording the <laughs> Delivery Boys um, CD we watched right. with Oscar Butterball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, but then he, then he just, he just, he's just bald in all movies ever afterwards. Just
0: bald. I mean, and you, that you looks, can look at the Die Hard's, right? Yes. Where he has hair in the first three. Yep. Once Die Hard Four comes along, it's not even like the thing on the top, you know, when you, like it doesn't recede. Right. I guess it's receding in in Sixth Sense. Yeah, it's but definitely receding. all of a sudden, receding. like boom, gone.
1: Right. And that looks hardcore sweet. Now that wouldn't have fit with this though.
0: No, but you're right, man. Bruce Willis has a great head. Can we just put that right on the? This, this, this is not one of my evidences, but <laughs> what a head! <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect face. Perfect it fills head. the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, this, the third one better, I'd say. The third one was more funny, but I was just thinking, like this is sort of like the transition period. I, I just, I do think he looks so like smooth, almost. Emotion motionless or something. Yeah, like yeah. he's reacting. Th- this
0: is the guy from Die Hard,
1: right? So right? I, I this don't is the know guy that it's really from... a stricken. It's just it's
0: no. So it's just interesting. He, he just looks too smooth. We can strike that from the record. That's fine. Very
1: smooth. I have more wrinkles. Like I have <laughs> more too. wrinkles. That's what I mean. Yes. Like yeah. these crow's feet that are coming in. If you're a if you're a Gomertron,
0: you can see them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry, everybody's got them. I've, I've, I have them covered up with my glasses.
1: Oh yeah, lucky, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and all sorts of stuff covered, covers with our covered with our beards, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> provides definition,
0: <laughs> right? Right. Um, l- right before we get to the Gomer one sheet, which I think we should go to next. Yep. I just want to tell people, give people a heads up. Originally, we had scheduled Selma for this week. Yes. Um, we have a guest that we really want to be on that. Episode It wasn't working in our schedules, and so we don't want to do Selma without this guest. We've moved that back, and yes. it actually works out pretty well because of the spooky. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to really press press into those chills and thrills.
1: Yes, and we had the spills episode last week on the Gomer.
0: Right, Gomertron. spills and
1: chills. Gomer spills. We got spills and chills. Yep. Great month, dude. Fall yeah. rules. Fall rules, and I'm scared, and I can't wait to talk about my favorite perfect outfit, in this movie perfect outfit <laughs> i've been yeah. chasing oh, it ever I, since i can't wait
0: yeah so let's let's actually do the one sheet then i'll read the um synopsis dvd great which i did watch it on dvd yesterday you watched this on dvd dvd Aww. the dvd that we bought when it came out oh man dude gotta upconvert
1: that crap i watched this on apple apple plus or whatever HD nah. baby got got to see. I'm old school. See, maybe that's why the super super smooth skin. I was just like, <laughs> and like mine was pixelated.
0: Almost. Yours might have been smooth. Mine was a little <laughs> bit blurry.
1: <laughs> right. Um. I love Bruce Willis. By the way, you know, I'm just I'm just making observations here. Okay. Gomer One Sheet Sixth Sense release yes. date August sixth, nineteen ninety nine. This is right. right before. I'm assuming. You headed back to Eau Claire. um, For my senior year, yeah. For your senior year. It's my junior year. Um, Mm -hmm. This is right as my wife, Erin, now, who was only um, just a friend at that point, was about to come to the UW-Madison as a freshman. She came over to our college apartment, looked incredible. I'll never forget when she came over, this new haircut. Holy smokes. This is August 1999, dude. Erin comes over, like overalls red overalls
0: oh man, man
1: overalls dude. red shirt dude red shirt new haircut like a bob sort of bl- oh my gosh i'm getting, <laughs>
0: getting super excited <laughs> right. enough keep reading the one sorry sheet. settle sorry, down was- boy settle down uh
1: aaron rocks and jessica rocks we are very lucky dudes
0: yeah aaron was i mean jessica never did overalls
1: yeah aaron used I, to rock t-
0: t- take issue with that
1: rock the overalls um Okay, okay, gotta move on here. Um, yes, 100, 107 minute runtime, so that's perfect. just about perfect, bro. Perfect. And I put that in there because I knew you would love it. Uh, budget yes. was forty million dollars, ten million of which went to Bruce Willis. That's actually low uh-huh. for what Very he was low. for what he was getting then. He was like getting like twenty, right?
0: But yeah, so but the the budget is low for and a the, genre movie like this. But mm. what I was thinking was there's not really any special effects besides makeup. Totally. Well, and, right? okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, for nobody's sure.
0: Fl- nobody's flying around. Nobody's, I mean, even his ascent into heaven or whatever at the end is just a whiteout, right? Yep. There's no like l- lighting that comes in, like in Ghost or something. Yep. Where there's no, it's just like Donnie Wahlberg loses 40 actual pounds to play yep. that two minute role at the beginning. Dude. Where I think now that would cost a couple million to CGI him.
1: Yep. Be like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll save you. We'll save you right. from having to lose forty three pounds. We have this skinny button, um, just like that new. <laughs> Matt Damon loves it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or like they have that new button on uh, on Zoom, right? Enhance my oh, right. appearance.
0: Um, Maybe Bruce Willis used that nowadays. He probably actually, uses enhance my appearance on Zoom. That's what it is.
1: Okay, it looks like it smoothed everything out. That, yeah. That's what I was thinking is like, it really looks like enhance my appearance on zoom. You're totally yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. You're totally weak. Um, you're totally right. I also wonder, okay, $40 million. What do you do with all that? Like, you're right. This is cameras pointed at already made things.
0: Yeah. But you know, all those people in the credits, you got to pay all those yeah, people. Yeah, you're right. You got to, okay. you got to edit. You got to, you got to, Yeah, got to yep. you the gotta Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: But, okay. Um. All right. This movie grossed almost three hundred million dollars. It was the tenth highest at that point, right?
0: In yeah, tenth highest movie, a domestic by the time it was done in theaters. Incredible.
1: Incredible. Yep. Incredible. I mean, this movie shoots him to superstardom, which we're gonna talk yes. about more. Six hundred seventy right. million worldwide. Um, it was nominated for six Oscars, but didn't win any. Uh, best picture, no. director, screenplay, film editing. And supporting actor for Haley Joel Osment and Tony Collette, who rules. Yep. Yep. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-six percent critic, ninety percent audience. Um, and I just wanted to spend just one minute here on other movies released around the same time. Yeah. So when 99. I I looked it up on Box Office Mojo, yeah, and I was like, this movie looks like an itinerary for what we're gonna do this summer if it were nineteen ninety nine.
0: This list of movies.
1: Yes, you know what I mean. Like, it looks like
0: a to-do list. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: <totally>. exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, and I kept scrolling, and it kept getting yeah. crazy. So like Star Wars. This is Phantom Menace. This was Phantom Menace. year. Phantom Menace and Matrix were right. like um, two massive ones. But I remember going with Krause at a Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember going with Chad multiple times to Saving Private Ryan.
0: I mean, these are all, like, earth-shattering, culture-shaping movies. Toy Story 2, Uh, The Mummy was
1: huge back then, Wild Wild West, remember, American Pie, Um, American Beauty, Mystery Men, Galaxy Quest, October Sky, which is, like, one of my ultimates, which we have never even talked about.
0: Underdog Movie.
1: Yep. I'd I'd say
0: October Sky, yeah.
1: Totally. I mean, you've got a couple Tom Hanks ones buried in here. You've got Male... You've got uh, me
0: is buried in this list,
1: right? Like that would be a huge one. I mean, stepmoms, a huge one for me,
0: Um Blair Witch. I mean, th- these are genre totally defining movies. And then Sixth Sense, I'll, Phantom Menace, Sixth Sense and The Matrix came out this year.
1: Yeah, dude. It's incredible. And Iron Giant uh, and Bowfinger.
0: <laughs> Bowfinger, I love
1: Bowfinger I know, I remember like That was like one of our favorite movies Dude, it's so dumb But we used to love that
0: Yep um, I see a, a top song here Is is important to me I want it that way Tell me why Backstreet Boys Yep, yep. Um, 99, bro I love it It's, it's oh, a great I want, I, I, do, I want to go back to 99
1: I know Entrapment um, too. that was great
0: entrapment that trailer bro
1: we all loved entrapment
0: <laughs> we all love the entrapment trailer um,
1: we're like in college all of a sudden already like i feel like you go around a marathon right now i'm so pumped
0: all right i'm gonna i'm gonna read the back of the dvd okay great because i want to talk about what is not on the back of this dvd when we get into the trial mm, okay um it's it's a fairly brief description it says this hollywood superstar Bruce Willis, in parentheses, Armageddon. Hmm. Oh, baby. Break Bring- Armageddon. Love- How old was he in Armageddon? Yep. He Which was 98. 90- Holy smokes. Eight.
1: You're-, you're right. He was your age when he did Armageddon, dude.
0: And Liv Tyler is supposed to be his daughter.
1: You're totally right.
0: Wow. I had her young. Um huh. brings a powerful presence to an edge of your seat supernatural thriller that critics are calling one of the year's best movies. What Doctor Malcolm Crow, a distinguished child psychologist—oh, sorry—when Doctor Malcolm Crow, a distinguished child psychologist, meets Cole Sear, a frightened, confused eight-year-old, Doctor Crow is completely unprepared to learn the truth of what haunts young Cole. With a riveting intensity, you'll find—oh, you'll learn the truth of what? What? Sorry. The problem is there's a there, there's this picture of. Do you remember the poster? It's Bruce Willis and um, Haley Joel Osment looking mysteriously, but there's this, like, bright light coming in. So half of these words are white on white. Oh, yeah. Good job, dummies. With a (laughs) riveting intensity, you'll find thoroughly chilling and utterly unforgettable the discovery of Cole's incredible sixth sense leads them both to mysterious and unforeseeable consequences. Here's what I notice is not on the back of this, and the indication that there's a twist. It says Mm. unforeseen- Hmm. but do you remember? Uh, okay, fine. We'll go. We'll talk about this because I want to talk about this, the twist in the, in the, um, in the trial.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Good news nation. It's in color, mostly browns and oranges and reds. Um, hello. Lots of red. Oh, <laughs> in specific moments, reds. Oh, I was like um, last night. I was like, look,
1: Aaron, there's red. Eh.
0: I know <laughs> Schindler's list style. PG-13, and like you said, 107 minutes. Mm, chef's kiss.
1: Yes. Okay. What a I, length. I would say I would not mind. Okay. I would and I wouldn't yeah. mind, like, two more things that he would go do.
0: Okay. Like I we, okay, okay. Wait. Don't say anything more. Okay. <laughs> I disagree with you. We got to get to the trial to talk about it. Okay.
1: Hey, by the way, fun fact. Um, You already know this, but in case our nation doesn't. This movie came out on M. Night Shyamalan's 29th birthday.
0: Give me a break on that stuff. Dude. So young.
1: Mozart wrote a symphony when he was like four. What have I done?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm terrible.
1: (laughs) Where's my blockbuster...
0: All right, let's let's listen to the trailer. All right, get in the headspace of Shyamalan and his sixth sense. Yep. Um. And then we'll come back and we will put the sixth sense on trial and try to decide is it a perfect movie. Great. You know the accident up there?
2: Yeah. Someone got hurt. They did. A lady. She broke her neck. Oh my god! But you can see her. Yes. Where is she? standing next to my window.
1: talk to your mom about how things are.
2: I don't tell her things. Why not? Because she doesn't look at me like everybody else, and I don't want her to. I don't want her to know. Know what? me to do things for them i think
1: that they know that you're one of these very rare people who can see them so you need to help
0: them
2: what if they don't want to help
0: i don't think that's the way it works
2: how do you know for sure
0: is anyone there
2: look out
1: Hey, hold go over there.
0: Okay. Am I dead or alive? I see dead people. Oh, <laughs> I see dead people as like what, probably one of those things like the cup in, uh, the, the, the cup of water in Jurassic Park and yep. the bullet time in the matrix where, uh, around those late nineties movies when it was just like, copied and copied and copied and made fun of and made fun of and mocked and mocked immediately part of the culture, you know, right. so that everybody knew what you meant when you saw or heard those things.
1: Totally. And, and I feel like the twist also is like the other thing, like you have to have a twist now. It's like,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: It's like movies. You have to like, 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 oh, that was just straight arc. Where's my twist? Yeah. Give me my and, twist. Yep. And it's like everything has to have a twist, everything has to have a reveal. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say on the rewatchability. Yeah. Um, I when I rewatched this like 10 years ago, uh-huh, there was a twist that I completely forgot about that I was like, okay, this movie still stands up.
0: Okay. Um, all right, let's take it into let's take it into the trial. We decided okay. in the while we were watching the trailer that this this is gonna be a Stevens choice. Um and so I, I'm, what's going to happen here is this is how it works. We talk through the movie in question. We take a movie that we love from a long yep. list that we have. Yep. We put it on trial um, by one of us or both of us being its defense counsel. Sometimes it's both of us. Sometimes it's one. Um, and what we do is we present some evidences. Um, you'll hear that noise when we do so. Uh, and then after we're done putting it on trial, uh, we come back a week later. I get a vote. Anthony gets a vote, and if the Gomer Nation votes this movie as perfect by 75% margin or more on Instagram or Facebook polls, then it's three for three, becomes perfect. We put it on a flash drive, put it on Vija from Star Trek 1, send it up into space. Xenomorphs from Alien get it. There's always <laughs> some confusion about what xenomorphs are. Xenomorphs are the aliens from Alien.
1: Right. Okay. We had a great talk with Lindsay. The other day, and Jason, yeah, and she was wondering, is a xenomorph like a generation like a a Gen Z and Gen (laughs) Gen X? No, no, millennial. Yeah, right. It could be any of those things. Is a xenomorph? Yeah, but actually, there's probably there's probably Gen Z xenomorphs.
0: You mean you mean xenomorphs born between the years of (laughs) 2000 and 2015? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So Xenomorphs are the aliens. They're very bad aliens. If you haven't seen Alien right. or Aliens, these are very, very bad aliens. But once they get a hold of that flash drive and yep. they watch through our list of movies, the universe is changed by this podcast Yes, because Xenomorphs become good. Yes. That is our main
1: goal. Right. We're trying to convert little boys and girls um, Xenomorphs into good little boys and girls Right. Um, so they can be great upstanding citizens, not attack that mining ship, the Nostromo, yes. right. and you know, just quit hugging faces and hug each other. Right. <laughs> That's our motto
0: here at Perfect Movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the part where we bring the movie into the trial. Oh,
1: okay. I just I am
0: acting bumps. as its defense attorney. And mm. I just want you to know sometimes you get a case and you're and you don't have to believe something to prove it, right? Sure we we have attorney friends they've told us that it's not your job and what's his face on uh, 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 uh Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise on, uh, on 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 a few good men yep. says that
1: says it doesn't matter, doesn't what, matter I what i it believe it matters what
0: i can prove yep in this case i i fully stand behind this movie emotionally spiritually um with my physical body yep i believe that this is a perfect <laughs> movie so um I'm so glad that you struck his other movies from the record.
1: Yeah, I was trying to help you out. And we did come into this one thinking it was both of us. During the thing, I was like, you know, people love it when we kind of combat each other a little bit. And my feeling last night, just going based on feeling last night, was like, I don't know, man. If Mahler's Second Symphony was only good twice, would it be perfect?
0: Okay. Um, Well, then let's jump right in. Okay. Because the the twist is what people talk about now about this yep. movie. Yep. Um and nothing against the twist. The twist is incredible.
1: Yep, goosebump worthy, mind-blowing worthy. Um actually, let me let me read. Can we read um Roger Ebert's review real real sure. quick? Yeah, okay, good call. He, he talks about that. Okay, so yeah. Roger Ebert, the dude That was the interviewer of everybody back then He said I have to admit I was blindsided by the ending The solution Uh to many of the film's puzzlements Is right there in plain view And the movie hasn't cheated But the very boldness of the storytelling Carried me right past the crucial hints And right through to the end of the film Where everything takes on An intriguing new dimension He's right
0: Uh, He's right He's so right Um, and this thing that you were talking about right before we watched the trailer, which is, um, after this movie, all of a sudden, every movie had to have some sort of twist. Right. Right. Or that, that became a thing. Right. I would even go so far to say that sometimes people think the movie they're watching has a twist and get mad at the twist, but it's not a twist. (laughs) So I remember when, um, Harry Potter six came out. Spoiler: This is a, a ten years old, right? And Dumbledore dies. Oh yeah! And people were like, oh, "I can't believe this twist. That Dumbledore Dumbledore dying isn't a twist. It's just something that happens in the story." Right. <laughs> Just because something happens doesn't mean it's a twist. And so I think that's another thing that this movie did for some reason, which is now everybody thinks anything that happens that's big is a twist. It's not. Um, (laughs) It's just plot development. (laughs) Right. The same thing with Signs, his third movie. Did you see Signs? I don't remember if you said you did. I did. Is Mel Gibson in that? Yep, Mel Gibson. Is there corn in that? There's corn. It's a lot of corn, and at the okay. end, the the aliens come, and um, Joaquin oh, yeah, Phoenix oh. hits the water with his bat, and it and that's the aliens' weakness. And everybody was like, "That twist sucks. <laughs> that's not a twist." <laughs> There's no twist in signs. It's just a movie. It's just a story. And so what happened with Shyamalan especially is that every movie then became what's the twist. And if it wasn't good, they'd be mad.
1: Yes. And you're watching it the whole time trying to like analyze like, oh, I saw right. it.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, or like, yeah I, I, I figured it out before the end came. See, okay.
1: Okay. So I haven't done – I haven't done – like I usually don't do, which I always want to do, which is do some sort of film festival. I wanted to watch all those things. <laughs> Like, it it kind of bites if you become like a one note dude. Yes. Like, and we talked about the freshman release versus the sophomore release. Uh Like your your thing about how like the freshman you're like your your first big thing. You spent your whole life like right. Like, didn't he call his shot and he didn't throw away his shot? Right. He was like, I'm going to write the greatest script.
0: I'm going to sell it for two million dollars. Yep. And he did.
1: Yeah, I think he ended up selling it for three actually. Oh, right, yeah. Um, And
0: he attached himself as director, right? Director and writer. I'll only make this movie if somebody buys it for $2 million and I get to direct. (laughs) Insane.
1: Called his shot. Did it. (laughs) Hit it out of the park. Incredible. And
0: and then here's something I love. It's not in my evidences, but it really shows this confidence thing that you're talking about maybe Mm -hmm. going into a little bit of cockiness. Mm -hmm. Movie ends. You're 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 real. The first time you're reeling from the twist. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Oh, whites out. Yep. And the first thing you see is not directed by M. -hmm. Night Shyamalan. It says an M. Night Shyamalan film. It's like he's saying, I did this to you.
1: You know what? I'm like,
0: (laughs) And I am great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I thought that same thing last night. I was like, kind of like, yeah, that was ballsy. Yeah. It's a little bit self-aggrandizing. A little not, bit. Not, not, not I, a little I bit.
0: think it's so
1: <laughs> – what <Totally>. a move. <laughs> like It should have said like fiend. Um, no, but you're – yeah. What do yeah. normal, normally movies do right then? I can't even think I mean, right now. I
0: mean, sometimes Spiel, Spielberg will do a, a Steven Spielberg film, but mostly it's directed by is the first credit.
1: Okay, got it. Um, so that was like I did it.
0: It doesn't right? say like, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. There's something that – I this viewing I was like, okay, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he wants roll. you to, yeah, wants roll, you to just... know whenever you see my name again, you will want to see the movie that I made. Yes. Which actually took him for quite a while. That that was – his name would be big on a poster of Unbreakable. Yep. Um. Or on signs. And they tried totally. that with other movies and then and until this shift happened – um, the, yeah.
1: Well, it, but well, that's what I mean by laugh by line. like the one note thing, or like, yep. If you first of all, the notes great, so boom. Um, <laughs> keep keep playing that, and also we're never gonna do anything <laughs> that cool. So like, how, who are who am I? I haven't even written a note. Um, <laughs> but, like, but it's like if you're the twist guy, yeah. Then it's like wouldn't you always be racking your brain? Okay. What's the next twist? Okay, this time we think he's dead, but he was actually alive or something, yeah. you know?
0: Um, so here's here's my evidence. Okay. Because I don't think I actually no, Shyamalan did not want to be a twist guy. He hmm. didn't even want to be a horror guy. He wanted to be the next Spielberg. Period. Right. And that turned and out so to he, be JJ Abrams. <laughs> right.
1: Or yeah, I mean, or or Christopher Nolan or
0: Yeah, exactly. And yep. so Shaman is not the next Spielberg like Abrams or Nolan yep. is. Um, now, I think Nolan's getting a little bit one note also I, I, with his time obsession.
1: Yeah, I, I feel you on that totally. But um, I love that note.
0: Keep playing it. I love that note. And I mm-hmm. loved that he brought that note into Dunkirk. Mm. And he, do, he does it really well. Maybe... Maybe in a way that Shyamalan was not able to do with the twist, right? What was
1: what was uh, Nolan's like? What, what's his age? Is there is there something about you're like twenty
0: nine and on? I'm, I'm the king of the world. I'm Jack, whatever from right, Titanic, yeah. you know. No, I think Nolan was older than Shy- almost everybody was older than Shyamalan was yeah. when they got their first hit. But yep. I mean, Nolan's an interesting thing because he gets Memento. He gets Batman right. off of Memento, right? Right. Um, and then all of a sudden he's bigger than big. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we we got to do some Noah
1: stuff. I, I, yes, we do. I want to see M Night Shyamalan like superhero movie.
0: Oh wait, Unbreakable. That's what Unbreakable is. Duh. Yeah, which is why uh. I love Unbreakable because, yes. and I even mentioned it, I think, in the Sleepless in Seattle cold open because it's he takes the superhero movie and he. uh and it's all origin story. The problem is there's a yes. twist at the end. And then I think that cements him as this is going to be twist from now on. Okay. Got it. He shouldn't have put a twist in Unbreakable. Man, I want to watch Dang. Unbreakable again so bad. Better than good. I love okay. Un- Unbreakable. is my favorite, even though I do think that Sixth Sense is the perfect movie. And this is okay. why. Great. Because um, the twist is good. Mm-hmm. The twist is great, mm-hmm. but I think the movie is better. Mm. Okay. I think the movie could end after my favorite scene, which is him and his mom in the car.
1: Best. that That's Oscar worthy. It's obvious right there. That scene. I mean, I cried. Me too. I cried during that scene. Incredible yes. acting by both
0: of them. Incredible writing. So good. Right, so you asked me on the Rudy episode, Rudy Results episode, what movies make yep. me cry? Yep. My kids know the two movies that make me, the three movies that make me cry, a hundred percent, no matter what. I'll cry every time. Yep. E.T. E.T.
1: Uh huh. Totally.
0: I can't handle the end of E.T.
1: Oh, I'll, I cannot
0: yeah. handle the final shot of E.T. Um, I know. I'm Elliot crying. With Elliot, and and it blacks out on his face. And John Williams in his, I mean, is there anything better?
1: There is. I just watched the top ten tips by John Williams, which I'm gonna. Okay. I, I may go to Facebook and share this. I haven't shared anything on Facebook in at Whoa. least a year.
0: Whoa, big time, folks! Somebody yeah. edited
1: together his and it, like number seven or something is Spielberg talking about that? Yeah. And he plays that for a large audience, like the AFI yeah. people or whatever. And I was crying in my garage making reads. It's just, it's magic. Yeah. Totally. Nothing better.
0: Okay. ET, Karate Kid. (laughs) <laughs> when when Elizabeth Shue comes out and hugs him. Um and in the car on six, in Sixth Sense, that scene mm. is and yes. I, I think that's a that's a microcosm of what I'm talking about. That the script is strong. This is such oh, a strong totally. script. Yes. And I think it could end after that scene. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have made the amount of money it did. It wouldn't have had the cultural impact it did. But I still think it would have been an ec- an excellent movie. Yep. Um, totally. And so the unfortunate thing is that the twist is remembered, but people forget how good how good this movie is. Hmm. It's tight. Sure. It's 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 there are so many like innovative scenes like that scene where he they play that game the the mind reading game. Yep. Yep. A, that's a really good scene. That's it's not just them having scene. a conversation. Shyamalan knows how to put these little these little tiny set pieces together. Yep. Um, we already talked about the cupboards being opened. Yep. Terrifying. Uh huh. And weird. And you want to know what's going on. Um, the, the 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 kid from Jurassic Park three, the bully in this movie who who was yep. in the the cough medicine commercial is such. Yeah. a... A great character, yeah, right. <laughs> um, the I, I don't know how to explain it besides the script is strong. Yep, it's
1: it's perfectly written. Um, it's yeah. like uh, when we talked about Tootsie, right? You said it was right. a script that could be that or that was taught in your class in your screenwriting class. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think th- this one could be too. Hundred percent, like everything that's it like it's super tight everything yep. pays off perfectly yep. um yep. i think this is a perfect script yep okay I i'm agree. totally with you yep
0: and and th- so the machinations of it like you were talking about on a second watch or a 12th watch right yep where it it's actually so here's here's what i'm curious about <laughs> um i i actually don't think you can find many holes in it which i think is great about the perfect script
1: yes they set yeah, you're right. That's what's fun about the re- that's what's fun about the rewatch. Right. So, that's that that goes against my argument of like Mahler's second symphony. Um, yeah. you're always finding new things about it, but it's not it you didn't lose. It only gets better. Yeah, okay. But I feel like you peel away amazing layers of writing and you're able to like analyze it. I maybe I'm thinking it doesn't get better. Like the best time is the first time. Is what I'm yeah. saying. And like the best time with like the Rite of Spring is like the 30th time.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Does okay. that make sense? So I think if I put at least a couple of years between each viewing, it still gets better. Okay. Because I right. realize that. So so this is maybe different than a, my viewing last night and your viewing last night, which was yeah. I, I don't care about the twist.
1: All right. Yeah. yeah you just um, love it as a movie.
0: To- right. Totally. And so. Yep. And the, the fact that it can stand up yep, w- without the twist. And then I remember at the end, that works. That's good. Yes. And I remember the feeling of seeing it for the first time and being blown away. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's the twist in our podcast that I want to reveal right now. Okay. <laughs> I think we saw this movie together.
1: Okay. I was do wondering you think, that.
0: Do you think we saw this movie together?
1: That's that's what, okay, so August 6th, 1999, it comes out. Right. Babraham Lincoln is about <laughs> to come on the scene, UW-Madison. That's my wife, Erin, who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was a president. I thought you
0: were talking about Wayne's World, <laughs> but you're talking about your wife, Babraham She Lincoln. was a
1: president, and her birthday is Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and Abraham Lincoln died on my birthday. That's crazy. Wow, that is um, crazy. I didn't know that. I think Another twist, yeah, dude, uh, I think you might be right because that's right in the window, like when you would have gone back to Eau Claire, like I could see you being back for a weekend or for a month right around no, now. I right? wasn't
0: back to school then I wasn't I was not back to school yet,
1: and now, you weren't at the point where you were living at school yet,
0: no, like you guys because had that we apartment. spent a lot of time together that <gasps> summer.
1: is this Sitel
0: summer? <laughs> Yes. So <laughs> oh, that's
1: the twist. This is Sightwill Summer, dude.
0: You and I, for the only time ever, we're huh. working together. Yup. We worked at a um, technical support center for ATT World, AT&T World Net. At care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, t World Net, customer mm-hmm. care. This is Steven speaking. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. And then they'd have a problem, you'd be like, You're gonna want to go ahead and unplug that computer. <laughs> and call call us back so you wouldn't have to actually answer the, the question that you didn't know right. to
1: answer like cuz there was only one line and they can't get online while you're on the phone imagine right. that that is crazy
0: very crazy like um yeah so you and I were working
1: together okay this this could be the that was the s- summer then of um best friendship probably yep. starting that summer well
0: because we would ride together yep. I would pick you up mostly and you would become running out yep. with, kind of still with your pajamas on and your clothes in your, in your arms. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like,
1: mom, make me a sandwich. That's for where that,
0: where's my sandwich? Get up and make me a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> so we we were working together. I th- we saw a lot of movies together that summer. Yeah, a lot totally. of us did because we, it was like the summer mm-hmm. before my senior year. I I I had gone to India the summer before that. Yep. And so I decided to stay at home and get a job.
1: Yeah, dude. I think that that was the summer that like Weird Al came out with Running with Scissors. Right. Um. Right. Bye bye. This here Anakin guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of a lot of really important things happened to us th- that summer. Um, yeah, we just saw a ton of movies together, and this was one of yep. them, I think. So I, I think my question to you around that is, did you know going in that there was a twist?
1: Right. Okay, so I'm super curious about that. So we've we've mentioned this a ton of times. Your dad has yeah. a huge influence on all of us. Because he taught right. you guys to love movies, and you guys taught me to love movies. He okay. taught you to love Jesus. You guys taught me to love Jesus, right? Like, right. it all comes from Mr. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, So, oftentimes when we were going to the movies, I was just being dragged to the movies. Like, I loved going, right. but it was like you guys would be like... Like, in, even uh, as far as Inception goes, dude, you were like, dude, this is the movie we have to watch. If we're going to watch a movie... We have to go to Inception. We're like, we're watching, um, like this was probably your choice, Sixth Sense. Like my choice was Big Daddy. (laughs) Because like (laughs) I love Adam Sandler, you know, like this is going to be a hit.
0: (laughs) Which Um, I also saw in the theaters, Big Daddy.
1: Super fun. And Mr. Deeds, another great one that I saw with Krause. So, but my guess is that I was, you guys were like, this is going to be great. I didn't read up on it. I didn't look into it at all. And I remember being like, what?
0: Like right. I remember
1: okay. and so that if if I had an evidence um is it okay is it okay if I have an evidence just real sure.
0: quick 100% please okay.
1: all right here we go So my evidence would be that 21 years later I viscerally remember mm. the moment I saw this movie and the moment the reveal happened and yeah. it still sticks with me as one of my all-time favorite movie going experiences of my entire life that yeah. would be my evidence for why this movie is perfect. Okay,
0: I agree with you and I think there's a lot to be said for a movie going experience. Yep. Something I miss about right now. Yep. That totally. um is that you can remember. Yes. A be- that that says something about the movie. Yep. Good or bad, right? I can viscerally remember that same summer going to Phantom Menace and it being <laughs> the most disappointing Movie experience of my life. Yep, just the crash that happens right around when they're under, they're in the submarine with Jar Jar, and there's a second, second the, fish. The
1: set there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, and then the second time, same and, joke, and, and,
0: and just like my 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 gut fell onto the floor. <laughs> I felt like in disappointment. Like, is this what this is? So I, that's a guttural. But you can say that about that movie. I remember the the experience, and and the with Sixth Sense and The Matrix, a lot of movies around that time. Toy Story two. I remember the experience in the actual theater and how blown away I was.
1: Yep, I remember that for Matrix too. I don't remember hating Phantom Menace as much as you, um, but I remember going to see Fellowship of the Ring, Mm -hmm. first Lord of the Rings, and being like. Okay, this is what a great epic <laughs> epic like not space opera but like yeah, fantasy opera should look like. And right. oh no. Oh yeah. boy.
0: <laughs> it really like, it colors what you've just seen. <laughs> right.
1: Like putting Phantom Menace versus um yeah, versus Fellowship of the Ring. It was just like
0: dang. I remember going to see I it must have been um It must have been what's the second one Clone Wars? No. Attack of the Clones. Yep. And they had a preview for Return of the King beforehand. And I remember thinking, don't play this trailer, don't play this trailer. This don't is, this do is it. not this is not to, don't put these two series so close to each other don't because the it. cracks really show in the prequel. <laughs> so when you do that. Oi oi oi. Um so my first evidence. Yep. With yours like inside it, like yep. the Vatican within Italy is <laughs> um is that it's a good movie. The movie it's like and so oh oh here's the other thing I was going to say about the twist. Okay. I did know there was a twist going in. I didn't know what it was.
1: Okay. I didn't um, and I'm glad I didn't.
0: The the movie like um like Ebert said was so good that I had that in the back of my mind, oh there's a twist coming, but I wasn't constantly thinking about that because of the strength of the script. And the characters yep. brought me in so well. And it tricked me because I thought the twist was that that girl's mother killed her.
1: Oh, right. Okay. That's that's what I forgot in my viewing. I yeah. remember it was in Florida. Right. And that got me 100%. I yeah. was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. And that actually, that was smart. Okay. That was smart writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to know that if it gets out, and this is pre, I mean, the internet's around, but it's not like right. now, obviously. Yeah. Um, But um, if it gets out that there's a twist, put a mini twist in there. Put
0: a mini twist. Yep. And so that's my reasoning for why I disagree with you that there needed to be more, um, more like adventuring of oh Haley like Joel Osmond do fixing more stuff.
1: Right, and he does. He does. Um, like I feel like actually this movie is like about closure,
0: <laughs> huh? Oh, right, yeah. like yes, that
1: like so that's what he gets um, with his mom and his grandma. Right. Yeah, that's what he gets with Malcolm and his wife. Yeah, and then ultimately that's kind of what ends up happening with him. He's like, okay, well not not closure, but now I know how to deal with right this sense that I have. Um, but so he does. The solve only the a couple only more. thing
0: he wishes is he doesn't want to be afraid anymore. Right. And right. that happens. That happens with that kind of main set piece. Girl under the bed. Yep. Um uh saves her little sister from being killed by her mom. And so that is a cool twist.
1: Super mini cool twist. I, yep. Yep.
0: And so totally. then a guy like me is like, Oh, okay. I mean, the, the hype doesn't quite match what everybody's been saying to me, but that was a really cool twist and people just must have loved it. And so that's it. And I think the movie is done. Yeah. Um, And he tricked me.
1: Mm, Sleight of hand.
0: But I didn't feel offended tricked.
1: Manipu- you didn't feel manipulated.
0: There we go. Right, it it just felt like, and and maybe that's because the movie was so good. Now you get to a movie like, um, I can't remember even the name of it. It's a Denzel Washington movie. Um, oh, Book of uh, Eli. Oh no, I didn't see that. Have you seen that? The Mm-mm. twist at the end is he was blind the whole time. I can't mm. believe I just spoiled that with. Uh, but it's not a very good. It's not great. But the the trick of that is he was blind the whole time. But you. But I remember thinking, no, he wasn't. <laughs> boo. I remember feeling that about Fight Club, where I was like, no, they're not. So it's like I did not feel that at all. Like you didn't it just worked. And the movie yeah. was good to boot. I was saying boo earns. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I I I I think it's a brilliant movie piece of art in itself. And the the twist just cements it.
1: The twist is the cherry on top. How would it have ended if he wasn't dead? Because, like, when when we watched it last night, I was like, clearly he's dead. Like, I yeah. was like, I actually thought the dinner scene. Now I do think it's neat, like the, how they set it up. So he's he's very precise. I love right. that. I'm very detail oriented person. Yeah. He
0: he doesn't have to pull the chair yep. out. She takes the check. That kind of yep. stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, but I was like. I was like, he's dead though. <laughs> That's what I thought during that scene last night. Yeah. Was, I was like, she's just sitting there having dinner. Like, doesn't he just know she's think what, like why? Like I was now, he, now he clears that plot hole up, by he says they only see what they want to see.
0: Right. So they he don't he, know they're dead and they clean that up see perfectly. Yep. Yeah.
1: But like, I don't know. I thought that in that one scene last night, just a little bit, I was like,
0: oh man, but he's just dead. He's just not even there. That's the scene that, um, so this was my my kids' second viewing last night. We watched it last October. Okay. And they saw it for the second time last yep. night. Mm-hmm. That's the scene that, that Jack also mentioned. She's just having dinner by herself and looking into space. Right. And then she says, Happy anniversary. She's sad. Like, so I said, She's sad.
1: That's what I said to them. <laughs> she's sad. But she sounds, she does. Okay. Yeah. She could have said that differently. Maybe, maybe that was it. Because she says it snarkily, like she says it like giving upset, you the cold almost. shoulder. Yeah, yeah. She should have um, said
0: happy anniversary.
1: You know, like mm-hmm.
0: little sadder. You would, you could have used a little sadder than mad. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. Snarky. I get it, it was
1: snarky. It was like you stood me up one more time, one last time. You son of. A-
0: what did you think about the red? You know, he uses red whenever there's ghosts coming or whatever. Love it. I love like that, that red knob.
1: Okay. I, yeah. I, I, love his little sanctuary sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I love. Oh man, I love red. I like yeah. blue more. Although you can see two Gomers right there, Team Gomer, red.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I've I've heard complaints about the red. Like that's a little. That's like amateur filmmaking to uh, to display it. So, like, it's the, like the, what a basic move. But it for some reason, basic. I I don't mind it because I didn't notice it the first time. It, that it worked
1: perfectly as like little touchstones at the very end when they do like little flashbacks and it's like red, red, yeah. red, and you're like, dang, right? Like the red knob just sticks in my mind as like that little thing, right? Like if I was gonna have a totem on like Inception,
0: you'd I, have a glass a one. red, a red a little, glass doorknob, yeah. glass
1: red doorknob,
0: uh huh, yeah. <laughs> Now, my mom maintains that she went to see the movie and she knew it right away. She knew the mm. twist. Okay. I've I heard a
1: couple people say that. maintain that if say she that.
0: didn't know that there was a twist, she wouldn't have. And so um, uh. by the time my mom went or saw it on video or whatever on DVD, it must have been video, uh, it, it, it was just such a huge deal. That this mm-hmm. is the new way to make movies, basically, and there is a yeah. twist, and you won't believe your eyes. And th- by then, the I, th- I think you and I hit it at the right time to see the movie where people were there was rumblings, yeah. But it wasn't. This is the biggest movie ever, and you're not going to believe what your your eyes are seeing.
1: Right. Hey, I want to play this interview um, mm-hmm. of uh, M Night real quick. I think this is yeah. a good this is a good place to do it. Um, okay. The first draft of Sixth Sense turned out to be everything that I was
2: fearing. Just the, the most, you know, derivative, you know, thing you'd ever read with cliched lines and cheesy one-liners and familiar arcs and everything was, you know, the fear just came right out of me going, you can't write those, see, this is garbage, you know? And I threw that out, threw that one out, didn't look at it again. Wrote another draft from page one. Did that one, that was garbage. And I was like, you know, there's got to be something in here, you know, a line or something that, that works. Didn't, there was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing that I can't do that one out. Started again. Ironically, the first great lines that I wrote for that character aren't in the movie and weren't in the final draft. But They started me realizing who Cole was as a character. Action, Haley. There came, oh, wow, now I got one scene that's that's original in this redundant, derivative movie. And I was like, no matter what, if I work as hard as I can, this is just going to be a good movie. What can I do to, to put it over the top? And then I just sat there and got the idea for the ending. That changed everything. Basically, it was a feeling like you can't lose, you know? because you got Michael Jordan waiting there if you need him to to sink the last <laughs> basket, you can't lose, and so you suddenly, everything I wrote was stronger than it had ever been, and I was writing, you know, as if I was Cole, and as if I was Malcolm Crow, and all these things were starting to build, because I was just so excited about the idea, I felt like I had an ace in the hole, you know, this, this ending, and it just strengthened everything, and suddenly I was writing characters like I'd never written them, and storylines were emerging, and suspense was emerging, and before I turned around and looked at I realized that, you know, I had made a personal film.
1: So huh. I just, I love the, just hearing his crafting of writing. Like yeah. he's like, he, he like came to it and he was like, everything I'm doing is derivative mm-hmm. of something else. It's lame. Yeah. He keeps, does another draft, does another draft, does another draft. But then he finally, it's like, like that, right? That inspiration strikes and yeah. he's like now that i have this kernel the ace in the hole yep. the michael jordan mm-hmm. everything elevated so just yeah, i, I just want it,
0: it almost sounds like he knows then and he, i think he says this like he can't lose now because yep. he's got that and so he does strike me as that that he's uber confident yep some people that drives them crazy about him he loves to be in he loves to have an acting role in most of his movies right yep um so he's the doctor in this one Yep. Uh, and, and, he, I think that rubs people the wrong way. Um, but I like to read a confident script if it's good. And so totally. I sense his confidence in this movie and he's a confident film. He knows where to put the camera.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah. his,
0: um, that's his director of photography too. I think it's tech Fujimoto who's his guy yes. and Demi's guy. So this movie looks a lot like Silence of the Lambs, right? Which oh. makes it creepy right away.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, that's super so he, cool.
0: He made the he made good choices. Yes. And then you just you just feel like you're in good hands right from the get-go. Yep. So that's interesting to me that he attributes the ending to that. Yeah. The the beginning is good cuz the ending is good.
1: Right. Well, and then he knew where he was going. So right. like it was like okay, now I know that this is going to be going gonna to be a hit um and that gave him the confidence. I, I I just I love the idea that even though we're thinking about a 29-year-old dude first yeah. huge movie even though even though it's his third movie just kind of right. hearing the behind the scenes of it is it wasn't like uh like it it took a lot of pain. It yeah. took a lot of toil and like draft sure. after draft after draft. I just I loved I loved hearing that. Yeah. And it, that that made me like the writing more like it didn't feel um yeah, like you felt like you were in, you were you were you were not being manipulated. You were it was perfect writing,
0: right? You know, yeah. It I like yeah. Hit, I like thinking about him too when I watch his movies, and so I mean, the, so, there's something about the fact that I know what he looks like. There, oh, yeah. there are I don't know what Jonathan Demme looks like. I don't no think idea. I know what James Cameron looks like. Maybe I could pick him. I know what Lucas looks like. I know what Spielberg look like. Looks like I I only know what James. JJ Abrams looks like because I I feel like he did so many interviews. Right. Right? Right. Um I know what Spielberg looks like. Did I say that already? Yeah. Um and I know what M Night Shyamalan looks like. Yep. He he looks he looks like a knows, cool dude. <laughs> he also I mean, with long hair he looks even cooler. Um <laughs> he knows how to market himself. Yeah. Um uh and so that there's something intriguing and, and I know I know that he Grew up in he 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 was born in India. He moved to Philadelphia, which is so much a part of his movies. Mm, Yeah, Um, that city. Uh, He you can tell that he grew up Hindu, but went to Catholic school. Like in all of these movies, there's so much depth of spirituality, but you can't quite pinpoint it. Yep, I like that a lot. Um, it's interesting to me that he is Southeast Asian, but. Um, he doesn't make movies with predominantly indian actors in them so it's, hmm. i i don't quite know what to do with that but there's that indian couple in this movie that i think yeah. is written so well
1: yeah beautiful scene <laughs> so good yeah. like yep.
0: so you want
1: you want a plain ring for your plain bride <laughs> like oh man dude he's like no yeah. you you shine so brightly you don't need some ring like <laughs> right I also think theme. this
0: movie's funny.
1: Yep, you're totally right. He's got that, he has that on Nolan. Yep.
0: Nolan yeah, that's true. is not funny. <laughs> Almost completely humorless, it's this like Nolan
1: boy. Serious movie after serious movie. Great. Um yep. yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, so the let me just mention um what did you think of Olivia Williams that was Anna Crow, his wife?
0: what else is she in what have i seen her I, in
1: i didn't see i like i was like i thought i remembered her because it's been a really long time i don't even know what else she's been in um, okay i'm looking her up because it's like every single other actor in this movie is like incredible i thought she okay. was
0: fine let me chunk um, in um because i the, the uh, my other evidence is the casting great um a, a the the problem with the role that she has is it's so thankless. She has to yep. just be so blank-eyed and distant the whole time, or else the the twist doesn't work. Yep. So does that mean she, it, she did a good job? Because right,
1: she because she's in a room alone, but we don't yeah. we're not supposed to know that. Yeah, you're right. Um, Opening super good. I love like I love the opening scene. Yeah. Super sweet opening scene, just like celebrating after a great night uh-huh. with each other. Um, they just look super cool. I was like, I want to be on that night. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like just after like after like you did something unbelievable, bottle yep. of wine,
0: house to yourself. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, I know I oh I know what I recognize her from. She's she's in Rushmore. Have you seen Rushmore? Oh nope. Um, she's the she's the romantic lead in Rushmore, the woman that Bill Murray and um, Jason Schwartzman are fighting over. Um, Got it. That's okay. where I recognize her from. But in that, you're right that she is so alive and vibrant in that early scene because he's alive. Yep. Yep. But then the rest of the movie, totally. she kind of has to play someone who's in mourning, but can't yeah. show that. Um,
1: yeah, that's a that's a tough tightrope to walk. Yeah. You're total She's got different hair too and like, right? Doesn't she get like a shorter haircut? Yep. And she looks sad. Yes. Yep. Which she makes really makes sense cuz and that's hard husband. to play,
0: right? Um Right. So, I actually think she does great with the material given to her and the the unfortunate thing is then she just becomes a cog in that twist wheel. Right. Um uh, as as far as the leads, right? She's yep. the lead who has to serve the machine, right? Um, the most with yep. the least, uh, the least back. Um, right. So I have casting as my second piece of evidence. Oh, I'm and, so and, pumped and, and to talk about this. I think I think that uh, what Shyamalan was saying was not only was the ending thing that gave him confidence, but it was his his cracking the character of Cole. Yeah. I'm assuming that there was also a big move forward when they cast um, Forrest Gump's son, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and he is, that's what I remember hearing. The three things I remember hearing about this movie before going in there's a big twist that's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. It's really scary, is another mm-hmm. thing that I heard. Yep. And then that you won't believe this child actor. Okay. It's like th- th- there's this performance in it, and he got nominated for best supporting actor, right?
1: Yep, yep.
0: Um. Uh, and and you just won't believe this performance, and I agree with that. I think he's incredible. What do you think about Haley Joel Osment in this movie?
1: Incredible, Aaron and I. So he's nine in this movie. I want to know right. how old he was when he filmed it. Maybe like eleven. That was our
0: guess. Well, he, no, he was. I think he actually was nine. Okay. No, that can't be. Maybe you're just a short eleven year old.
1: Yeah, because we have we have an, a a nine year old that's turning nine a week right. from today. This is yeah. the first episode of the Gomers that she will not be listening to, other than Mad Max. She she <laughs> whenever we talk about scary movies, she, dude, she listens to the she she's listened to like every episode. So, so this cheap. would
0: even be too scary for her to listen to. Do you think she won't listen about... to the episode? No. Okay,
1: got it. She, yep. Um, she does not like scary movies at all. She doesn't like. She's so me isla could watch this she just turned five she could watch this no problem if if huh. lily were to see a glimpse of that girl throwing up and looking dead or like scariest a guy part, right wa- scariest part of the Oh, movie? that is so scary misha
0: barton isn't that misha barton's throwing yep. up she's a famous actor now yeah yep. um th- it's also gross that that the it's a jump scene yep. maybe the only jump scene yep because everything else is such a slow build like that kid who comes in and is like hey you want to see my dad's gun he turns around and his head is blown out the back. Oh yeah. Amazing, but that's a slower build, right? This one is right. like he's alone in the tent and then yep. he's not. And she's yep. throwing up on him too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That was yeah, that was the scene where I was like, okay, Lily, there's no way she could see this. It would be terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, she'd have
0: bad dreams for a year.
1: Yeah. It's just we were looking at him as a nine-year-old-ish, and we're like, that's very Lily. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When you have a kid that's about the same age. I was like yeah. I was like, I think he's just a little older than Lily, is what I mean. But like you had that feel of like I can relate to this now more having yeah. a kid around that age. Definitely. Um, I
0: mean, a lot of this stuff is more heartbreaking when, yep. when she's hugging him and saying, What's wrong? Why won't you tell oh me what's wrong? When they lock him in that dungeon. Uh, that's the worst scene of the movie. That's the that's the most viscerally terrifying for me scene yes. in the movie. There, there's um, so because, many because yeah. you can't. you don't want to imagine what's going on in there
1: like there's there's so many things about um like in in that whole moment like she seems like a social outcast the mom yep. yes. and she I see her in this room with a, 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 a the best way I can think of it is like mean girls that are grown up and are trying to be perfect and yep. all have perfect kids mm-hmm. and she's the social outcast. That's dealing with anxiety and and just like left by her husband. You know, yeah. she can't freaking get a break. Right. Mm-mm. She's like, come
0: on. Our little family's not doing so good.
1: Yeah. You know, like my she, heart,
0: and, like I'm exhausted in my head. I'm exhausted yes. in my heart. I'm exhausted in my body.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So, but like that
0: scene that you're talking about, the party is, I, I hate it. I, I know. hate that scene, which but is she, why
1: I love the movie. You're totally right. Like yeah, and and she has to like go up there, and the, the thing is, the thing that made us like super mad is these mm-hmm. jerky moms, jerky moms like holding their kids, like oh let's get away from this weird mom and this weird kid. Instead of being like, what are you
0: doing to the guest at our party? Why did you, lock you know, like that you, kid in the closet in a tiny little closet, dumb waiter or whatever it was? Right. Um, I hate it. That's why it's good. That yep. From that moment on, you are. So on the si- their side. Yep. Uh, just, just in that two or three minute scene. And, and when that kid says, yeah, my dad made me invite him. Yeah. L- l- the, uh, my heart sinks because <laughs> I know that, um, I actually know that my kids have been in that situation. Hmm. um, And j- as a parent knowing that, it's the worst.
1: Mm. And if um, they don't know it, oof. Oh,
0: eesh. man.
1: Dude, that's. Yeah. That's freaking awful. Yeah. Um, okay. So that um, I I just okay. So I think Haley Joel Osment's incredible in this. His mm-hmm. crying is amazing. He's doing. I I, I I can't. I heard somebody else say this, but they were like, he's uh, maybe it was Ebert. He's acting. He's. Yeah. It, it was in the Ebert review, I think. He's acting. He's acting real scenes. He's not a um, just like a cute kid. You know in. Uh, as You a prop can't, you for can't to act.
0: see that he's acting. What, uh, no, I, mean, I know, but he's I like ha- I doing... I to keep going back to episode one. You can yeah. see behind Jake Lloyd's eyes that he <laughs> right. doesn't even understand the words that he's saying. Right. And that's not when he's speaking rookie patonky. It's when Runky. he's speaking English. Right. He doesn't know what's going on. And so he's right. a trained little boy. Yeah. And it's almost difficult to watch. I, I agree almost.
1: with you Almost. Rookie bakunki slamo. choopy
0: Haley Joel Osmond is acting, but you don't know he's acting because he's yep. a good actor.
1: He's so good. So he's good. so good. I love him. Um, I think Tony Collette in this is incredible. So I um, think
0: Haley Joel Osmond gets the attention. Uh huh. For this movie, right, most of the attention he did certainly for me when before I went in. Bruce Willis is there as almost window dressing. He he again is also kind of a cog in the machine, um, kind of yeah. And he and it's nice because he's a movie star, and so he probably filled seats for them. Yeah, uh, and he actually the, he plays it well. Yeah, but it's very reserved, and uh, it's great acting. But I think Tony Collette, bro. Yeah. Mm.
1: She is just about perfect in this.
0: I I think she is. I I think she should have. I don't know who did win the Oscar. Um, but th- there's that there. I'll go back to the scene in the car. Um, where he says he starts talking about grandma. Grandma Tarkin. <laughs> grandma told grandma Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> grandma <laughs> grandma told me, or I talked to grandma and she stole the bumblebee pendant, right? Uh, and yeah. you can see five emotions happening at once behind her eyes and they're welling up she's really mm. good at the eye well yeah she right? is right yep. um but you can see she's mad at him yes she is mm. mad at him for bringing up her her dead mom yep she's so sad and tired and then she starts becoming amazed when he starts talking about how she saw you at the dance recital yep um her handwork there her mouthwork her eye work is all just like the way it would be but she's acting and it's just amazing
1: yep she's she's perfect um when she makes the phone call mm-hmm. like you're like like when she makes the phone call to talk about your jerky son you know like <laughs> yeah. dang yeah. um let yeah. me just let me just say um she's in one of my other all-time favorite movies about a boy
0: right. How um, different does she look in About a Boy than she does in this movie?
1: Well, so in that, doesn't she have like a kind of homemade haircut just like right. snipped all over the place and yep. it's just all yeah. crazy? She's totally. more like British. Like her clothing is more like ratty and like... And she
0: is British, right? Am I, I right about that?
1: I don't know. It's a similar character though in About a Boy. Like um, she's like divorced she's got a right like, yep she's got a son she's actually suicidal in that
0: movie
1: okay um I think yeah um, I must
0: be wrong I don't see her here
1: yeah I think the white witch is like this yeah it's this other lady I can't think of her name
0: okay I'll find it eventually
1: <laughs> okay um yeah so I think she's incredible in this movie I I okay. love I, I, her clothes are amazing. Her nails are amazing.
0: Her hair is amazing. Um, yeah, and she's just she's so able to. Um, I, I I don't know what the word is, but I, I think I, I just I can't get over how good. And so I think that's why Haley Joel Osment is so good, mm. because um, his main foil is Tony Collette, or his the person that is for him the most is that brilliant actor Tony Collette, and so you just. Love them both so much and their relationship.
1: Yes, let me mention uh, perfect gaff work. We haven't had this yet. Okay. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little sound effect. But have you heard her slippers, dude? No. Okay. Just next time you watch this, uh-huh. every time she's walking around the house, it yeah. she's wearing slippers. Okay. And it's like, I'll play. I'll play the sound effect underneath. Um. But it's like. Ksh, 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 ksh. Just just literally go back after this And just listen to her walking around Like even when she In the Cocoa puff scene When she yeah. goes to get the, the laundry Goes to get his new tie Just right. listen to her slippers It is okay. perfect gaff work I'm a slipper wearer I'm familiar with this sound
2: Cole Cole Hey your Cocoa Puffs are getting soggy
0: Let me see. Oh honey, you got the spot. Head up. And they got it. You're you're an expert in this. We can trust (laughs) Anthony when it comes to slipper sound.
1: (laughs) One other thing I just want to say that's perfect is his gray sweatshirt.
0: Bruce Willis's Bruce, gray sweatshirt.
1: Bruce Willis wears this gray sweatshirt, you don't really realize it until the end of the movie. But he always wears the exact same outfit. But he has layers to the outfit, so he's got the gray he's sweatshirt, got that blue old, shirt. Yep, he's
0: got a, like a blue button down. And the then blue he, button down, I think, never changes, right? Because that's what right. he's been shot through. Yep. So he can't okay. take that off, but he can uh-huh. add stuff. That. Yeah.
1: So he's either wearing the gray, like rowing. Yeah, it's a gray sweatshirt with red lettering. That's been my right. dream shirt. Yeah, it's perfectly worn. Rudy has a similar one. Also, Bradley Whitford wears a similar one, and I got one for Christmas like two years ago. Gray sweatshirt <laughs> with red lettering,
0: <laughs> and it's a rowing shirt. I, it's
1: like I think, rowing like, or he's like a
0: ro- he's, he, It's from it's from his college days. He was on a rowing team. You're yep. you're supposed to assume, but you're right. He puts that over when yep. he's supposed to be like casual.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like he's in his study. You know, yeah. looking up, lo- uh, like, diagnosing stuff. Um, yep. It just looks so comfortable. It looks like that lived-in shirt. Perfect yeah. outfit choice. Um, and then, to, yeah, well, you mentioned Philadelphia already. But mm-hmm. I just, I love the old East Coast towns. I love Philadelphia. Best orchestra in the world. Okay. Um, he he, yeah. he mentions his... Uh, address is on Locust Street. The Curtis Institute of Music, which is uh-huh. other than Juilliard, the greatest school of music on planet Earth is wow. on Locust Street. I looked it up. Okay. I was like, that sounds nice. familiar. I don't know if it's the same Sweet. Locust Street, but.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I love I love that. Philadelphia always seems so gray to me, speaking of yeah. gray. Um, it's smaller than
1: Chicago or New York yeah. or Boston, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it's got a ton of
0: ton of american history right right and so that, that's a great place to set a ghost story yes is in philadelphia yep. um speaking of gray i also like the shock of gray hair that both mm. Haley joel osmond and donnie Wahlberg have in their hair right uh, i didn't notice the donnie which, Wa- ah. which again i noticed in the first viewing and i thought okay that's the twist and so this movie is is a magic trick because in a yes. good magic trick, you're, you're diverting attention from what they should be looking at yes. by something you think they think you should be looking at. And so that the gray hair, that the little shock of gray hair that Haley Jo Osment, I was like, I figured it out. They both have the same condition. Is that the twist? And uh-huh. I'm missing the fact that she's not talking to him. Um, and so that's why I contend every movie of his that I've seen since then I've been disappointed by the twist because I've been looking for for it until, Uh, and this is a spoiler because I don't think you'll ever see it, until Split. Okay. Split, which just came out, whatever it was, five years ago, is the first twist that surprised me Mm. and almost made me cry. Whoa. Because the twist in Split is that it's in the Unbreakable Universe, and you see Bruce Willis at the end, and you realize... This has, this is in the same universe as Unbreakable, and then you get Glass, then his next movie that pulls it all together. But uh, I did not see it coming, and I cool. was not spoiled by it, and it took him almost 20 years to surprise me again, and he did it. And so I'm back on his side. He's okay. in my good graces. You <laughs> did it, Shyamalan.
1: <laughs> you did it. Um, is there any universe in which um, uh, – who was the dude? Um, Vincent Gray, so Donnie Wahlberg's character and yeah. Cole are the same person.
0: So th- again, that's what I was trying to figure out. That's is, a great is it question. Like
1: the end of the movie goes back to like the beginning of that kid's story, and he's shot back to that. It's
0: the magic trick, bro. It's the it's 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 us thinking those things even during the movie and missing the actual trick. Hmm. It's so good. It is he, good. He, it's good. He does it so many times. It's good. It's great. I think it's perfect. Nation, now it's up to you. <laughs> um, go to Instagram is the best place. Two Gomers on Instagram. We have a poll there. We'll also be asking on Facebook. That's Two Gomers also. You could even send us an email, two at gmail.com, or go to our website, Two Gomers. I'm uh, sorry, perfectmoviepodcast.com and vote there. All those ways to vote. What do you think is the Sixth Sense a perfect movie? Speaking of that, we've got a quick give the Rudy results. We recorded a nice long episode about it where just like in Rudy, it came down to that those final seconds. Would he achieve his goal? Uh-huh. <laughs> now in the movie he does, and that's a happy ending. Yep. On the Rudy results show, not such a great happy ending.
1: Oh man. That's right. Okay, so um the nation voted. 77% yeah. um, we're we're a little bit messed up on the te- tabling wait tabulation t- sure. tabulation there we're tabulation. having facebook
0: poll gate right, right. now so this is facebook they poll no gate. longer allow facebook polls
1: yeah and we're heading into a time where we're all going to be voting everybody's going to vote right get out and yep. vote rock the vote get that absentee vote get your mail in vote get all the things vote right vote um, vote And yet we're still not able to figure out how to vote on (laughs) Facebook for movies Well
0: the problem is, when you vote for a president, it's anonymous When you vote on Facebook now because there's no poll, you have to expose yourself And so I think the no votes have gone significantly down This is my theory Right Can't do anything about that Except for to say, please go to Instagram and vote um, So that you can feel free to vote no if you actually don't think the sixth sense is perfect Which we don't care, we love it when people vote no Oh no! Why did totally. I say that?
1: Totally fine, except if you're voting for Rudy, or The Martian, or um oh, no, or what was my what was my favorite Walter Mitty, Mitty, yeah, Walter so
0: Mitty. I voted no on all those, Dang including it. Rudy. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. And so I apologize to you. I apologize to Rudy. I apologize to actual Rudy. I also apologize to Sean Aston. I apologize to um, John Favreau um, and Frank and the all those critic. people. If I'm you want to hear 40 more
1: minutes and actually an Easter egg that is so fun and so like right. one of the funniest things I've heard in my entire life. It's so silly and funny. Yeah. Not to put up the expectations too much like we did for Six Cents. Um, no, it's really fun. You have to go to <laughs> patreon.com. Backslash Two Gomers, we talked about Rudy for forty more minutes, and then put an Easter egg on there that's so silly and funny. Our friend Mark, just telling a story with the Rudy music in the background. Um, you got to go there.
0: Yeah, and I would say the bulk of the forty minutes of the Rudy Results Show is us struggling with getting old and what kind of goals we still have and dreams we still have in our lives, and talking about that for a while. We talked so if you a lot like about the dreams, introspective stuff Totally. Um, you got to go and support us on patreon.com slash two gomers. You'll hear the results there sooner than later. Yep. On Tuesday. Right. Um, Otherwise, you can wait for our next movie on this feed.
2: Ooh, day.
0: (laughs) Somebody impersonating the president. Ooh. somebody Ooh. balancing the budget oh <laughs> sigourney weaver in her least scary role ever oh
1: hey so here's something crazy um yeah. between this movie uh six cents and dave same composer james newton howard dude really yep see so we told
0: you there was a theme
1: that's the twist That's the twist. (laughs) Two movies in a row with the same composer. Um, We do need to talk Sixth Sense score, and we can talk about that. Let's push that to the the results show on the on the results show. So that'll be that'll be a little teaser, a little extra fun there.
0: Yeah, I would like to talk about thrillers and horror movie scores.
1: Yes, which we did talk
0: about during Alien. Yep. But that was a weird one because it was a it was a different score.
1: Right. It wasn't even his score to that. It was the no. The the uh. That Sigmund
0: Freud movie, Freud. Or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. Yep. So. do that.
0: <laughs> you know what? Just real quick, another joke I love in Bill and Ted is Sigmund yep. Freud eating a corn dog. That's a great gag. I really like that, that joke. That is
1: great, and it like kind of it like gets flaccid. <laughs> right. He right. like droops it down.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody. Great app.
1: Super fun, man.
0: Don't be too scared out there.
1: Dude, neither should you be too scared (laughs) all
0: right have a great week all right you too dude and happy watching dave